Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And now it is the time we research the universe, the planets, and wherever they sell turkeys for Thanksgiving for the buy of the week. And okay. There you go. And there you go. Okay, so uh, the buy that we I am a big fan of keeping my teeth, as I assume you are as well, Marsha. By the way, this is a great buy of the week. I recommend everybody run out best gift ever. Yeah, Give this, it to this yourself. Is incredible we, we won't price leave. on this thing. Yeah. All right. So this is the Oral B Pro 5000 Smart Series Power Rechargeable Electric Toothbrush with, and I quote, Bluetooth connectivity, which I think is incredibly stupid. I but love the Bluetooth. I love the Bluetooth. <laughs> it connects. Okay. It connects to a little clock. That, oh, that? No, you know, yeah, that's good. Yeah, and, no. and what it does, it connects to this little clock, which tells you how long you've been brushing your teeth. And the longer right. you brush your teeth, it has a little happy face, a little smile, it'll wink at yep. you, it'll do all kinds of things. And you realize that really two minutes is not a long time to brush your teeth, but right. sometimes it does. when you're brushing quadrant. Yeah, but when you're brushing your teeth, it feels sometimes like forever. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I like that part of it. But this one will connect with your iPhone or your Android phone, and track your brushing habits. Yeah, I'm I sorry. don't do that. I That's do going that. a little far with toothbrush. But but at the end of the day, you know, it, it stimulates your gums. It works slower, okay, speed, Okay, well, tell them what speed. a great deal this is. Yeah, I mean, this thing is really incredible. Okay, so normally, again, it's the Oral-B Pro 5000. This is on Amazon. It normally sells for $159.99. They have it on sale for $89.94. But if you click the little green button on the Amazon page, you will receive an additional $15 off. But, Marsha, wait, there's more. I if know. You use, if you use the code 20 Oral B November 1, so 20 Oral, O R A L B N O V I, or V1 rather, they'll give you another 20 bucks off of it. So you're now buying the Oral-B Pro 5000 uh, rechargeable toothbrush for 55 bucks. Folks, it does not And I not checked out this better. page and you don't have to memorize the codes that Mark gave you. Just go and search Amazon for the Oral-B 5500 What is it called? It's called the 5500 Smart Series Power Rechargeable Electric Toothbrush. Okay, just Google uh, it. It's an Oral-B. You'll find it. The coupons are there. It's a great deal. Yeah, it is 55 bucks for a $160 toothbrush, and it is well worth it because we, as I said earlier, we do like saving our teeth. Um, so that was so that. So you okay. came up with a great story, which I found interesting. I know Ray and Linda are huge, our listeners, huge Apple fans, but you found some interesting. It's an evaluation of yep. Mac OS versus Windows, which is really best. Now, I personally yeah. think they're both great. And they both have their long suits, but this gave it in part. So it started with the setup experience. What did it say yeah. about that? Well, I mean, basically, you can sign on uh, to an account with Apple or Microsoft, but they both, uh, you can do it without signing on, rather. But it sometimes it's better if you sign on because you'll miss out on syncing your machines or voice assistants mm -hmm. or the number of other things that you might install. So if, uh, if you use Microsoft, you will probably want to use the voice-activated Cortana. Uh, Apple installs updates through their system preferences instead of through the Mac app. Uh, so you can 
hang into your, you know, you can attach your mice to your uh, keyboards and your storage. So this is a PC Magazine review. So they gave it a tie when it comes to setting it up. So they felt equally easy setting up one versus the I other. I might just throw in here that I do not talk to my computer under any circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It listens. But your computer talks to you. But I don't talk. All right. Now logging uh, get- in and getting started. Yeah, I mean, if you have a MacBook Pro with a touch bar, you can sign into your Mac using your finger. You can log in with your iPhone or your Apple Watch if they're close enough to the computer. Uh, Windows 10 offers Hello, which has several biometric login options. Face login is uh, something that we're getting more used to now with the Apple phones. Uh, Available on most higher-end PCs. It even comes with the Surface tablet. Uh, Windows Hello also supports fingerprint readers. It's available on laptops, um, so you can use that. Uh, the winner in logging in and getting started was Windows. Windows now, was just the so easiest. you know, I won't. I don't use any of that nonsense. Uh, if I had a la- I have tried a laptop that supports fingerprint readers. I'll do that. I'm not doing any of that other stuff. I just put in a code to start the, com- you know, to sign yes. in. That's it. Correct, and, I, and I'm the same. I, I, I do exactly the same thing as you do. I mean, it's nice to have those things, and I am now used to my phone, which does uses facial recognition and uses facial recognition for almost every program that requires a password. So that's kind of nice. So that's an option now, if you like to do that. How about hardware options? Well, it's interesting. You know, Apple has great computers, and they have expensive computers, and they do not have the diverse array of other computers that Windows has. You know, there are so many options that you can run with a PC, which also run Windows 10, HoloLens, VR headsets, Raspberry uh, Pi, uh, Pi. Raspberry Pi. Pi. <laughs> yeah, Raspberry Pi. Um, and so they, there are a lot of internal components like CPUs, graphic cards, storage. It gives you the ability to build the machine to your own specifications. So in this category, the winner was Windows 10 over Apple. Well, but on the other side of the fence, how about included apps? Well, because Windows apps, gives you some crap apps. I got oh, they're terrible. <laughs> they, they, they used to give you so much what we used to call bloatware, which is crap yeah. that slowed down your computer that we all hated. Uh, but on the app side... And it does give you Skype, and it does give you Translator, yeah, yeah. Xbox gaming apps, if that's your deal. But what about Mac? Well, Mac, you get uh, good mail client, calendars, calculators, photos, video viewers, editors, screenshots, voice record, web browsers. They give you apps for maps and cameras and news and weathers and contacts. Microsoft throws in a couple of things like sticky notes, Skype, as you just said, translator, and Xbox gaming. But uh, the Mac OS, they say, includes a superior video editor or preview utility. It also gives you GarageBand, for those of you who are uh, music-composing people. And in this category, Mac wins. So including apps, that was a winner for Macs. Um, So what about compatibility with uh, third-party software? You know, in this one, they, they both tied. Uh, for many years, compatibility, you know, it used to be if you owned a Mac, you didn't ever play a video game on your computer because nobody made video games for Mac. Then they came up with the mirroring, you know, Windows on a Mac. You can actually put a Windows operating system on a Mac and dual boot. Uh, but the app developers are looking for ways to do better. But in this case, they felt that third-party software was pretty compatible for both machines. So in that case, it was a tie. So they did not uh, think one was better than the other. 
Um, when now, how move... about if you want to? What What about if you want to customize the interface? Because I know I customize like crazy, and and the whole idea of having a crash on computer and mi- mm-hmm. losing everything that I've I've done just hit, kills me. But yeah, in this area they tied. The yeah. Well, they tied again. They, they, they felt that both were uh, easily uh, customizable. You could do a number of things, both OS and uh, the other, uh, and iOS, I'm sorry, OS and Windows. Both offered plug-and-play multiple monitor support. Uh, you have a little bit more control with Windows. You can actually uh, span program windows across multiple screen. In Mac OS, each program window can only be on a single display. Uh, but also you can look at Linux if you're looking for a better way to customize because Linux is one that they claim is even better than Mac or iOS. But in terms of the, uh, the contest, they tie when it comes to interface customization. So that was nice to know. And search. I mean, I and can't search. imagine that search is much different on either one, nope. but what do nope. they say? Cortana and, and Siri both do a good job. Both look for the things you want. Uh, both features will show you weather and stock prices and sports and restaurants and such. So in that category, they tied. So that was interesting. What about um, if you want to input with a touch? Like, I'm always poking my monitor. <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm poking at my monitor, even on a 27-inch screen. Poke, 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 dictation, and using a pen, because a lot of people, you know, use uh, pens on convertible laptops and tablets. Yeah, in this case, it actually went to Windows. Windows was the winner in this, because they do offer so much more. Certain MacBook Pros, which are extremely expensive, offer the right. touch bar, which is kind of nifty, and I like it, and I've, t- and I've tested it. But uh, Windows 10 has full touchscreen support. It also offers the tablet mode, and I had my last laptop, my Acer laptop, um, came with the ability to turn it into a tablet or a laptop. You just flip it around. And how did you like on. that? I I don't. I know liked that it I actually. Like that. It's all I right. did. I actually liked it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty okay. cool. And, and and by the way, before I forget, Acer's got some huge sales going on for Black Friday. So if you go to Acer.com, they've got about, uh, oh, gosh, like 50 items on sale, uh, laptops that I just noticed. So check them out at Acer. But in this case, um, yeah, they gave the winner to uh, Windows 10 as the winner for touch, pen, and dictation. And a lot of people like using that. I like using a touchscreen. I'm the, the laptop I'm using now, which is an Acer, they're a sponsor of the show. Yeah, because you can use touchscreen. your voice for text input in any app on both operating systems. Mm-hmm. But to do it in macOS, you have to enable it. So once voice dictation is turned on, you can access it by double tapping, double tapping the FN key. In Windows mm-hmm. 10, just hit Windows key H for the word here. And you're often dictating. Yeah. So the next one that they tested was uh, Cortana versus Siri. I have to say, it's kind of funny because I use my laptop all the time, uh, desktop, laptop, whatever. I don't actually use Cortana. I use Siri I on my phone Cortana. all the time. I never use Cortana. I use Google Assistant on my phone. So pff, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They, they did actually give, interestingly enough, Windows 10 the, uh, the nod saying that uh, Siri can't log out of or shut down the computer, which is true. Now, I'm excited to test that. That may be the first time I'm going to use Cortana. Cortana to shut down the computer? To yeah. shut, because uh, I think that's cool, because, yeah, poke, poke, shut off, blah, 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 blah. Cortana can now even send requests to Alexa, which is interesting. Yeah. 
and not I will that tell I you care this is, or want. <laughs> I, I don't know if this. Well, I don't know if this is someone that follows you or you follow. But uh, last week, Susan Bennett followed me. Do you know mm-hmm. Susan Bennett? Susan Bennett was the original voice of Siri. Yes, so, uh, I yeah. talked to you about her a long time ago. Yeah. She follows me, and uh, we've had a lot of conversations. I talked. Yeah, about she getting just her followed me show. last week. So yeah. I thought that was kind of cool that now being followed by uh, Siri or the voice or the okay. original voice yeah. of Siri. Yeah, I had a discussion um, with her. She didn't make enough money. She really didn't. <laughs> I re- kind of remember that story. Yeah, mobile device support. Now, which is the winner here? You know, for me, and I agree with this, it really is uh, Apple, iOS operating system. Uh, it is such a flawless, seamless system. You know, if I take a picture on my iPhone, it is instantly on my iPad or my, uh, if I had a Mac computer, which I don't. Uh, it it just really works well. The text messages that you can use on an iPhone that don't cost you anything through the phone company that allows you to text, you know, your iMessaging. It's got a whole ecosystem. Window doesn't come close to it. And it works flawlessly. I, I just have to say I'm, I'm very impressed with the way that they've done a good job on that. So in, in this particular area, mobile device support, the winner is clearly um, iOS. And you can uh, find an in-depth version of this on PCMag.com, Mac OS versus Windows. And uh, you can read it yourself. I thought they did an interesting job. They really did. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was good. So, you know, depending upon what you want. And, and the funny thing is, for the most part, people that use a Mac will never leave their Mac. And for the most part, people that use their PCs will never leave their PCs. So, you know, this is the debate that's been going on since Mac, you know, came into the forefront. But uh, uh, it's interesting. So, anyway, that's a that's kind of a nice story. And as Marsha said, uh, check it out because if you want it, there's a lot more information PCMag. about it. PCMag.com. So um, a lot of people go back and forth between Apple and Android. Mm -hmm. I know that happens in this house a lot. Uh, It happens all over the world Um, or, you know, and the thing is, Android has so many features that you forget about them. Mm -hmm. So I found this interesting piece. Now, I thought it was worthwhile sharing because I did. I the first one totally forgot about it. Um, Android app shortcuts are rarely utilized because people don't know about it. Um, If you always visit the same screen in a certain app, replacing the icon in your home screen with a different shortcut might help out. So all you have to do is hold down with your finger on the app in either the app drawer or the home screen um, to see which shortcuts it provides. And it will show you the shortcuts API was added in Android 7.1. So if you have an older device, they may not be available to you, but they're very handy and it'll throw a nice looking shortcut. Like, for example, new tweet. Who knew that you could put that on your home screen? I didn't, but yeah, you can do a lot of that. Also, Android, don't forget, you can connect a USB device uh, or connection to your Android phone. All you have to do is plug it in, transfer files to from a flash drive to your phone, back up pictures from your camera, just plug it in, notification appears saying, uh, do you want to do this? Okay. If you need to type out a book report, I do this. I actually type sometimes blog posts in Gmail when I'm on a plane. And to transfer them, just uh, you know, put it into the Notes app and plug any old USB keyboard or mouse in and you can do that on the phone or just plug it in and transfer it to your computer when you can it's great uh don't forget at the top of your screen 
You don't see it when you're just looking at the phone. You can pull down a window shade. Swiping down on the status bar at the very top shows your notifications. And another swipe down is required to access quick settings. So this is a real time saver. It, it's ha really handy. Uh, battery optimization. Android places limits on what apps you can do in the background, especially in the new recent Pi update, which I'm waiting for breathlessly. Uh, while most apps still function normally under Android's battery micromanagement, there are a few that work better with optimization turned off, especially true for Fitbit or Wear OS, and you can go in there and disable battery optimization. Um, you can also set up a night light feature where the amount of blue light on the display gradually reduces as the sun goes down to counteract the negative effect we all know that blue light has on the human eye and your sleep patterns. Now you can open the camera uh, quickly and people always forget about this. You don't have to open your screen. You almost every Android phone, you double click the power button to open the camera. Um, other, you know, Samsung, I know you just open the opening screen and swipe up and you get the camera. You can switch from all audio to mono if you just use one earbud and why not. You can do that easily in accessibility menu. End calls with the power button. Use this all the time. Why do I have to tap my screen to end a call? Just tap the power button, your call is finished. And also screen pinning was added in Android 5.0 Lollipop but people don't even know it. It allows you to lock a certain app requiring a lock screen password to close it or switch to another application. For example, if someone borrows your phone, they'll only have access to the app that you opened just for them to use. Cool, right? So to set it up, you go for screen, search screen pinning in the settings app or on Google Phone settings and security location advanced. And the exact method for pinning, unpinning an app depends on which version of Android you're running. But that's good. I mean, someone wants to use your phone to send an email to do something. You can lock it with just that app at the top. And don't forget my very favorite, which is clean up cached and backup files. You know, a lot of people turn their phones on and off to refresh them. Do you do that? Uh, yeah. Okay, well, you don't have to if you're using an Android. What you can do is you go to, um, you know, it doesn't say here, but what I do is it's like a phone refresh. Uh, just go to settings, and if anything's acting strangely, you can try deleting cached files from Google Go and or excuse me, Google Files, and the app erases multiple file types, including junk, cache, data, downloads, media, backed up to Google Photos. It's great, and it gives you, really refreshes the phone. Don't forget, you can add a lock screen message to your phone. In other words, it would scroll at the bottom of your phone as it does on mine. If lost, please call, and you put in a number, and say reward. And they can't get into your phone because it's locked with the lock screen, but they do have a, uh, a number to call. I, I think it's very cool. There are a lot of others, but, you know, show's only an yeah, hour. We're almost out of time with <laughs> the show. So uh, right, I do want so. to mention uh, Uncle Bill uh, earlier. Uh, I was talking about that Twilight Zone episode, and I just noticed. Yeah, he posted a Bill, picture. 
He yep, posted a picture with Keenan Wynn, the great character actor of that episode. So Uncle Will, thank you, uh, Uncle Bill, rather, thank you so much. Uh, let's quickly, Marsha, we should mention real quickly because we don't have a lot of time left. What should you hold off till Black Friday in terms of buying things you shouldn't buy because they'll probably be cheaper? So let me run through these really quickly. Yeah, they're really important. Yeah, televisions. Televisions are the ones that most often go on sale. Low-priced laptops. Tablets, wait till Black Friday for that. Smart speakers, they traditionally have big sales going on. Uh, headphones and earphones. Fitness trackers, always big on sale. Smartphones. Uh, smartphones apparently are on the list of things where you can get some good pricing on them. DNA testing kits apparently <laughs> go on sale on Black Friday. <laughs> and we, no comments. Yeah, you know, we've talked about this. Video yeah. games and consoles. And uh, lastly, you have got cameras. So if you're actually and DVD, buying a camera, DVDs and Blu-rays. If if you're doing yeah. any of, generally it's generally technology. Yep. Like I'm really sick of seeing the uh, stories on the internet that says, "Look what's on sale at Amazon! Wow, it's spectacular!" And you open it up, and it's fire devices, it's smart plugs, it's Alexas, it's yeah, exactly. uh, same old stuff, same old stuff. So basically, there's no big sales on Arctic clothing. <laughs> for Black uh, Friday, oh, I mean, they'll, yeah, you'll have your standard sales, which you know are good. You know, I've, we hit some at forty percent off, but you really have to certain things you have to shop for. Technology is what you're going to get the best deals on on Black Friday, and TVs, yeah, exactly. right? I mean, buying a TV TVs, on yeah. Black Friday, yeah. Yep, my daughter's that, about to buy three TVs, so we're waiting for that. Uh, let's skip. Should we skip to uh, Thanksgiving because we're almost out of time? You bet. You bet. You yeah, bet. And, and there were what? Uh, you found uh, some nice movies. Well, and don't TVs forget, there. because I had totally forgotten. Thanksgiving is next Thursday. Things yeah. you may not ever want to miss. It is not Thanksgiving for me unless I see the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And this will yeah. be the 91st. Uh, thousands of participants, marching bands, clowns, the Rockettes, Jimmy Fallon, Andy Grammer, Cat Graham. Um, Hello Kitty, SpongeBob SquarePants, Ronald McDonald. It's going to be awesome. Now, if you are a Charlie Brown fan, it does not feel like Thanksgiving. If you don't watch the 1973 Peanuts classic, a Charlie yep. Brown Thanksgiving. Oh, so yeah. there's that. That will be on at 8 p.m. ET on November 22nd. Um, also, don't forget the National Dog Show. Yeah, you that's can't miss cool. that. I love that. Watch it every year. Comes after the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade, and my buddy, we follow each other and comment during during the broadcast. John O'Hurley. Um, oh, he's great. I love John O'Hurley. He's great, and he's great because I tweeted to him several times on Thanksgiving. On he's great. He he loves his Twitter. And he loves the dog show, and he does the best job ever, so don't miss that. For other people, there's Trolls Holiday. So if you're a fan of the little cartoony trolls, there will be a special on November 24th. Um, Saturday Night Live will have its traditional Thanksgiving show with, I'm sure, lots of offensive skits, and some of them will be no, even funny. I'm sure funny. you can count on that. <laughs> So that'll be on November 22nd, 8 p.m. on NBC. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, everybody who's going to have a Thanksgiving, it's one of my favorite holidays. And this year, we are not doing the Thanksgiving turkey outside on the grill. I've decided doing it indoors, and we're going to smell the turkey while it's cooking. Never done that before. 
By the way, Linda Linda Sherman sent me earlier before the show about some uh, shows that she's watching on Netflix. Uh, I've been watching, by the way, the Sandra Bullock Home Homecoming, okay, which is interesting and quirky. Uh, no, it's Julia Roberts, not Sandra Bullock. Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting and quirky, but I still don't quite get it. I'm not wrapped up in the story. It's it's good. It's interesting. Um, well, you won't watch this. The Haunting of Hill House, which is an excellent uh, 10-part series on the haunting of a house called Hill House. And I think it's an original, re- I think it's a remake of an original movie, if I remember correctly. But very, very creepy. Very scary and very fun. So uh, that's another one you should check out. Well, on, Linda uh, Sherman on suggested, uh, recommended the Kaminsky Method last oh, yeah, night on good. Netflix. Said it was very good, and uh, I can see some of the pictures. I may give it a yeah. shot. Thank you, Linda. All right, Thanks we gotta go. Thank you hey, all everybody. for listening. Yeah, thank you. Uh, have a have a very happy Thanksgiving. Uh, please do not drink and drive. As always, we want you back with us. Marshall will be here next week. I will be out. You are listening uh, to Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. Have a good one. Everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of universal talk laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal talk laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenja Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. 
Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find Universal Talk Laws at KenjaDixon.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. 